Welcome to Laugh It Up Fuzzball. I am Joe the Wookie Riot. Welcome to the podcast where we talk about life, the universe, and everything, but mostly geek stuff. A place where we get to let our geek flag fly and talk about all things geek. As I've said before, this isn't an amalgamation of geek news or a comprehensive guide to all genres or the world of geekdom. Hopefully it's just a fun place to cover some geek news, comics, The Simpsons, Star Wars, and whatever randomness finds its way on in the recording. But let us get started. Well, hey, hey, friends. Welcome to level 294 of Laugh It Up Fuzzball. And no, today. Uh, no friends, just a solo wookie and the multiverse of news stories. That assorted news and stuff to catch up on. And boy, howdy, is is it a lot. Maybe not a multiverse, maybe just a plethoraverse of of news to cover. And I, I don't I don't want to wax too long because boy howdy, is there lots of stuff to catch up on. And you know when I do these solo episodes, I, I try to keep it down to to close to an hour. So let's just get right into it. Let's do the thing. Head to the Book of Faces, to the best dang nerd group, the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group, plug, 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 and where we do the triple F, the fantabulous Fuzzballs focus, and talk about all the news that people dropped. And and this week, or uh, these past few weeks since I've done one of these roundups, hey, lots of news for me, and you know, you know that the, the Marshall... It's going to have lots of news. So I dropped some things. Um, I did want everybody to know that Disney Gallery, uh, the book of Boba Fett, was going to drop on May the 4th. Hey, it's it's the 15th, the day before I'm going to turn the answer to life, the universe, and everything. And uh, it's out, and I've watched it, and it was really enjoyable. Highly recommend it. But yeah, that dropped if you want to see it. I'm sure you've heard through the podcast just all the Star Wars toys for my boys. I, I did post a picture of uh, of the Tyranno with uh, with lots of toys, uh, and man, uh, the the Marshall he got a promotion because he really really came through. He gave a really amazing uncle present to his little nephews, uh, and and yeah, so freaking cool. Uh, I think it, I think it's funny that uh, the boys naturally gravitated to Bib Fortuna of all the action figures. Uh, of course, the X Wing gets lots of love. Boba Fett's fire spray gets lots of love. But uh, of the action figures, Bib Fortuna for both the boys. It's the one that Taiwan don't know the name and the history of immediately. And then the the little dinosaur, the two-year-old, uh, the little Wookiee himself, he uh, he dug through the box and that was the one. I guess it's just those head tails. And uh, if you've listened listened to uh, <laughs> to the Crate Dragons or Rancor Pits and Crate Dragons uh, Star Wars things, you're well aware that Blue's... Uh, Star Wars D and D character is a bit of a space racist. Do not, do not call them uh, well, brain somethings or whatever he called it. <laughs> brain tails or whatever. <laughs> don't, just don't do it. Don't. It's not always a good idea to to look at the Wikipedia and think uh, think you understand all the information. Who knows? Maybe that's actually what they're called. But we had a good calling uh, calling Ola awkward Aquan a space racist. That little Alina man. He's all sorts of fun. But hopefully you enjoyed, you know, that Star Wars D and D episodes that we dropped. Uh, I think you know they they turned out pretty good. I listened to them and enjoyed them. But that's uh, you know I'm not the best judge since uh, I got to live that experience. So it's just a recording of a fun lived experience. But hopefully uh, all the listeners. I mean, and there were bonus odes. So if you hated them, hey, they weren't primary episodes. They're bonuses. So there you go. I also dropped uh, the final trailer from Jurassic World Dominion. This is Colin Trevorrow's science thriller concluding what all began in 1993 with Jurassic Park. So yeah, 
uh, although all those dinosaurs don't come from the Jurassic era, hey, uh, they're they're concluding, and you're getting Doctor Grant and and uh, the botanist lady and and Doctor Ian Malcolm Ellie Ellie something I forget I can't think it's a Wayne Zelensky moment Roman forgive me, but I I'm looking forward to this this final movie and will it be the final movie? <laughs> Who knows? Dinosaurs so hot right now, man. My two year old is all about everything everything dinosaurs so um yeah probably gonna be a little too scary to be taking the seven-year-old and the two-year-old too but that best part about cinema is those movies exist where they can be shown later and uh, we can have one heck of a a fun you know six episode run going through jurassic park uh the lost world the the third one and then jurassic world and then uh fallen order no fallen order i think is a jedi game <laughs> whatever whatever the second fallen kingdom and then dominion and uh Watch the dinosaurs rampage. I also dropped the corridor trailer merging the Batman movie with Batman 66 characters. And of course that is Matt Reeves Batman movie, but just put in, put in all those amazing Batman 66, Adam West and, and the penguin and, and the Riddler. And it's just lovely. God, if you haven't seen it, look up corridor trailer, Batman 66. And it's, it's everything. It's so great. I did drop a poster for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Uh, so many Wandas, so many Stranges, America Chavez's and Wong's, and just trippy, mindy, mind-bendy stuff, which I thought made it a brilliant poster for anyone considering going to see the movie. And uh, yeah, I think it, having seen the movie, I think it was a good poster to, to give you a taste of what you were going to get. And this isn't going to be a spoiler episode in any way, shape, or form, uh, but seeing uh, the multiverse of madness once i enjoyed the piss out of it really really enjoyed it uh, i don't know if uh the earl of blueberry has seen it yet but i know marshall danny has and he also thinks it's rad and uh, we look forward to our spoiler episode somewhere in the future um if you did not know the chippendales rescue ranger movie will be on disney plus may 20th so literally in five days i'm really excited also i thought it was going to be a show when i saw the first trailer didn't realize there's going to be a movie and i think i'm even more excited that it's just going to be a movie get in get out tell us a fun story of where chip and dale are now after having been on the rescue rangers and uh really really looking forward to that i did post a rumor of peter dinklage in a taika watiti led remake of time bandits for apple tv plus uh the original terry gillen movie is such a pleasure from my childhood uh makes me think of that great nostalgia uh, discussion I had with Blue on the last episode. This is a movie I'm very nostalgic about, and uh, I think it probably is one of the coolest movies featuring little people playing dwarf characters. Um, if nothing else, this this really does give me a good reason to seek out and rewatch the original movie. But honestly, just you know, Dinklage and YTT and and that movie are enough for me to be on board. Once again, I don't subscribe to Apple TV Plus. But uh, it is something that uh, makes me curious about what it costs because they, uh, they have uh, bolstered their content where there is lots of amazing stuff. And, and who knows, at some point, the, the scales may tip on the side of me spending the money to at least uh, have Apple TV Plus for a little bit. And this movie is something that I would most certainly want to watch. Uh, D23 did come out with the things that you should watch before seeing Doctor Strange. Uh, that would be the original Doctor Strange, WandaVision, What If, and Spider-Man No Way Home uh, before you watch Doctor Sitmom. I've been calling it Doctor Satmom, Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness, and I just realized after seeing the movie that it's Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. So Doctor Sitmom is uh, how I'm going to try to correct how I say this. So 
yeah um but having having watched the movie yeah uh all those all those are 100 percent appropriate um i don't you know you probably actually skip the first doctor strange movie although it, it's sort of that foundational stuff um but having watched it don't expect to go into the second movie and have it be like a straight sequel like iron man one iron man two uh, it, it is a continuation of story with Doctor Strange, but not necessarily a continuation of that first establishing story. WandaVision, 100%, something that you should watch before seeing uh, the Multiverse of Madness. What if, uh, not 100% necessary, but there there are some ideas in there that would definitely uh, be helpful. And Spider-Man No Way Home, even though they said that you should watch that movie, not required <laughs> to... To see the multiverse of madness. If anything, maybe those three, or, or the first Doctor Strange and WandaVision, you could probably get away with watching those and being A-OK. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's that's interesting. And uh, I'm glad I have an opinion after posting that story of uh, how necessary it was. I'm just proud of myself that I made it a week between the release of, of Doctor Strange. And, uh, yes, there was a minor spoiler that I got courtesy of Facebook News. But even that spoiler didn't didn't ruin the experience because I didn't read far enough into it, and uh, yeah, I got to I got to enjoy the movie, relatively spoiler free, and uh, interesting that I've heard some people say that it, the trailers and TV spots were the the greatest amount of misdirection, and I can say that having seen the trailers and a couple of the TV spots that it, I I did not know, uh, I thought I knew what movie we were gonna be getting, and I did get. A little bit different version and I found that refreshing. I did post the Star Wars Celebration panel schedule. I am so excited to go see a panel or two at Celebration uh, and this is a good way to to set where you're going to be waiting and where you're going to be spending the night uh, and I am so looking forward to the four days of Celebration. If you were going to be there and you listen, I really hope to see you look for the tall, bearded, long-haired man uh, either dressed like a Wookiee or wearing Laugh Out of Fuzzballs merchandise. I did post the official trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi, and what's to say? It's just such a freaking good trailer. It shows a lot, uh, but not not everything. There's some great shade from, from Uncle Owen, uh, Inquisitors, and and different locales and just Tatooine, and of course some shots of, of Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan, and it's <laughs> just lovely. But uh, I, I'm, I'm on board for this. 100% no matter what because I'm a my second favorite Star Wars character as evidenced by when we did our, our best of Star Wars characters is is the one and only Obi-Wan Kenobi so I'm in for a penny in for a pound I really hope this evokes all of those feelings from the original trilogy but also gives us gives us some fun love for the for the prequels you know uh, I actually saw a really funny meme today using Back to the Future where uh, you know Marty McFly and Michael J. Fox's character is, plays you know rock and roll for everybody, and everybody's just like, oh wow, he's <laughs> layer up and like, oh maybe you're not ready for this, but your kids are gonna love it, and um, as a, as a way to describe the prequels because that's 100% true, and I think there are there are several generations of Star Wars fans that are probably gonna get a lot of stuff, and then you even have like the video game fans. Finding out about the Inquisitors from the Jedi Fallen Order game. Or, of course, for all of us who love, love, loved the Rebel show. And, of course, there's going to be some Clone Wars goodness. And just those shots of, of Vader, you know, coming together. More machine than man. And uh, and then even just the, uh, the... There's a really great poster that of uh, 
of uh, of Obi Wan Kenobi, like a big you know half image of him. But then there's there's a cliff with Vader like standing on the cliff. But Vader is like right smack dab where like Obi Wan's heart would be and of course me thinking like you be in my heart yeah you be in my heart on disney plus on may 27th <laughs> so that's just me but i really enjoyed the trailer and uh, if you haven't seen it i think it's worth watching of course i have no idea if it spoils anything but you know i, I don't think it will because we're gonna get the first two episodes on the 27th and then you know uh, a month later we're gonna be done because we'll have gotten all six episodes of the limited series really excited for deborah chow to be directing the entirety of it and uh, really really looking forward to it the hype is real when it comes to the wookie of course may the 4th came and went since the last uh, news episode so i posted some may the 4th goodness you know me always quick for a joker to light up your smoke uh so Gotta gotta love a good Wonka meme. You know, tell me tell me again how much you love Star Wars or you know the classic Spock Gandalf joke. Always funny when it's Star Wars to mishmash it with other other geeky genre stuff. Uh, maybe may the fourth be with you, as in sheep, <laughs> lady sheep, and then of course Samuel Leroy Jackson saying, "Say may the fourth be with you one more time. I dare you. I double dare you." <laughs> so yes uh yeah it's uh gotta love may the 4th and uh it, it was a good time i didn't buy anything uh money is a little tight as i prepare for for the celebration it's gonna be a celebration uh it's like two weeks away so trying to, to save as much money and still pay my bills so i can buy some really really cool stuff uh for may the 4th um, I did post the Muppets Lego minifigs. I have a strong want for these. And, and if, if I get nothing else for my birthday, I'd be really happy if the wife got me some minifigs. Uh, but I love that the reveal for them is uh, the Lego minifigs doing the opening, the classic opening to the Muppet show. So, so good. Um, I did post a teaser trailer for House of the Dragon. So for everybody that's lamented that they haven't had any Game of Thrones goodness in their lives recently, hey... We do not have long to wait for more Game of Thrones. See stuff that happened before, all the stuff that we already saw happen. Um, of course, with Dr. Dr. Sitmom, I did post a reminder to not spoil the, the show, and I love the No Spoilers poster that they created. It's such an amazingly ominous poster of Wanda. And, uh, yeah, I think the, I think the spoiler, spoiler hold will be uh, for another week or two until we do a... Um, a spoiler review of Dr. Sitmom. I know coming up, I think this Wednesday, we're recording a spoiler review for Moon Knight. And uh, if Blue has seen it, there's a chance that we might we might also record uh, for Dr. Sitmom while it's still fresh in our brains. But we shall see. Uh, never know how the schedule's going to go, and there's a lot of different things that uh, I have a desire to record. In fact, uh, if you like that musical episode, fear not, there will be more. And I already have scheduled when uh, when all of us are going to get together and have another great conversation. Uh, I did post the news. Christopher Walken is going to play the Emperor, the God Emperor, in Dune Part 2. And uh, I'm sure... Oh no! Arrakis has been destroyed! Oh, it's, it's weird. I've been carrying this uncomfortable piece of spice in my ass for five years. And now I give it to you. Which means your great 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 grandfather was a spice head. 
and, and you're which makes you a spice head <laughs> so uh we'll we'll see but christopher walken i i love him and and things so uh why not and hopefully it's really really good uh giant ass acelopithecus <laughs> it's really hard every time i want to do a christopher walken impression i inevitably try to also do a john travolta impression and uh, recently i've realized that they have a similar vocal uh characteristics to the voices it's it's weird which is definitely travolta and not walking but i always want to say it's weird whenever i i do christopher walken so there you go uh and the last little news for me is uh married with children animated series continuing the epic 11 season show with the original cast returning to voice this this is such great news and I, i've said it before with other stuff like why not do it animated so you don't have to worry about how much the the cast is aged and then and then just get the same voices or 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 similar voices and married with children i mean honestly it was the show that aired after the simpsons so it, it was a natural but I, I have such fond memories with my paternal grandfather and going to visit visit them in new york for christmas and wanted to watch Married with Children and getting my grandpa into Married with Children where he really enjoyed it, much to my uh, wealthier than most uh, grandmother's chagrin. Uh, but really, really enjoyed watching that show with my grandfather and visiting him several different times over the years and that show still continuing. And and the Bundys, just incredible. And I, I really love the idea of coming back and getting more from this family. And I liked Kyle uh, talking about how popular it is, how it's been translated into 60 different languages and how it's still the number one show in India. Uh, it, uh, I don't think it gets enough credit uh, for how good it is. Uh, maybe because you know some time has gone by, even though it ran for 11 seasons, there's been a lot of content since then and a lot of sitcoms that people have enjoyed. But yeah, I just, I, it's classic. Uh, and Christina Applegate, and and all of the people involved, Peggy and Al and Bud and and Marcy Darcy, uh, and the two different Mister Darcys, just yeah, wow, incredible. And that's good news that we'll be getting more. I I really celebrate that news. It is news you can't disparage. Taking Frank Sinatra and making his song even more popular. <laughs> Uh, but this takes us to, of course, the news onslaught of Marshall Danny of the Greater Fuzzball Territories. Uh, his first news was that the Wachowski sisters uh, were selling Matrix and other film memorabilia to raise money for trans youth. Lana and Lily Wachowski selling props from Cloud Atlas, Speed Racer, V for Vendetta, Jupiter Ascending, Sensei in the Matrix. Uh, they described it as very reasonable items for all sorts of budgets. Uh, apparently, Ariana Grande pledged to match up to $1.5 million. It's called Enter the Matrix, the Wachowski Collection, and it started three days ago. So I have no idea if uh, if that has come and gone, and, and now you get a little secret glimpse into when I was writing these show notes. I thought that I'd be doing one of these news episodes before May the 12th, May the 12th, as opposed to May the 4th. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, so hopefully they made all sorts of money because I think... Uh, Providing funds for the disenfranchised is very, very important, and trans rights is actually very important to me. Uh, my my own oldest is non-binary trans youth, and you know what? I, I people are people, let people live their lives, and how dare anybody tell somebody what their authentic self is? 
uh, because you don't live in their skin. You don't see the world through their eyes. You don't walk in their shoes. Uh, so let, let people are people and let people be the people that they are. Uh, and that's that's as preachy as I'll get for the moment on it. But yeah, I uh, I celebrate that. I think the Wachowski sisters is such a, in the limelight representatives of the trans community. I I celebrate that they they use you know their their privilege and their position to to help others, and that's righteous and wonderful, and also sets a good example that uh, that great things can happen for all sorts of people, uh, and it's important to be be who you truly are. Uh, Danny also posted Bad Bunny is going to star in a Spider-Man spinoff, El Muerto. Uh, this is apparently coming out January 13th, 2024. Uh, Bad Bunny is a Puerto Rican musician, producer, uh, and actor. His uh, actual name is Benito Antonio Martinez Ocasio, um, and apparently is very, very popular, and lots of people know who he is. Lots of people. Uh, does not include me in this this case. And uh, El Muerto not in tons and tons of comics uh but you know sony just doing all sorts of weird stuff with their spider-man adjacent spider-man question mark universe so you know tapping the well and doing uh you know latino latina representation is always important and uh it seems like this is one of the ways that they're gonna they're gonna do that and uh capitalize on realizing that there is a large market of hispanic latinx like viewers who are hungry for content that is representative of their authentic experience. And uh, I think that happened quite recently in the Dr. Sitmon movie with America Chavez. So, you know, without wanting to spoil that and, and really not knowing much about El Morto other than wrestler superhero, <laughs> just leave it there. It's uh, it's another weird movie coming out. But uh, ever since the Madam Web was announced, you know, and they did Morbius, you're like, all right, they're just they're gonna throw it at the wall, see if it sticks, and good for them. Uh, Jensen Ackles wants to be the live-action Batman on CW's Gotham Knights. This is a show that will be coming uh, to the CW, a new show, considering other shows are are not going to be around. And uh, since he has voiced Batman, he has interest in uh, in doing live-action Batman. And, and Jensen Ackles with a uh, Supernatural. Uh, totally connected to the CW world, so as long as that network exists in uh, in the iteration that it is, makes sense. And uh, why not? Uh, Danny posted the news: Ghostbusters Afterlife, a sequel, has been announced at CinemaCon. That was a, a big convention that happened several weeks back, where uh, cinema owners got to see got to see sneaks of different stuff. And yeah, uh, that's really really good news. I from enjoying that Ghostbusters Afterlife movie. Hope that they would continue to play in that universe. So, solid, solid news, and and good to hear. The Batman sequel was also announced. Uh, Reeves, Matt Reeves, is at least going to be writing. Robert uh, Pattinson, aka Pattinson, will be returning. I mean, as of as of when I wrote down this news, it had made a uh, seven hundred fifty nine point eighteen million dollars internationally, uh, three hundred ninety one point five million domestics. And Reeves has said that um, he set it all up with one or two mo- more movies continuing the story. He uh, wanted to lay a foundation to build uh, stories upon, and I think uh, he did a pretty good job of that. Although he does claim that uh, the first movie can stand alone, so there there is no requirement for more for more stuff. Um, looking, I think. Oh wow, I, I don't know. I, Actually, like looked up box office uh, while I was while I was vamping, and uh, 
basically uh, 750 million worldwide. Uh, so these numbers that I'm looking at right now are actually lower. Oh no, 767 million worldwide. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that's pretty pretty interesting. And of course, you know, Dr. Sitmom is making uh, lots of money. Although uh, it it did I did actually read an article saying that uh, DC's the Batman in uh, in Dr. Sitmom's second week outperformed it. Uh, I, I don't know all the specifics and the numbers, but I know Dr. Sitmom has made them plenty of money uh like so they'll they'll be fine it's over 500 million i think currently um but yeah uh we're we're going to get that sequel for the batman and uh that's really really cool i think uh i think we should we should be excited that we're going to be getting more more superhero content uh, i think yeah dr strange two box office domestic 291.8 million international 396 so uh real simple math that's like 687 million dollars <laughs> so they're it's doing quite fine for itself it's not at the the 750 or no, 767 but uh, it's only been out for two weeks so i'm sure i'm sure it can do well for itself other news hawkeyes uh, rice thomas is going to direct a live action robotech movie for sony uh thankfully sony's going to be doing other films besides their weird spider-man universe and uh yeah what's what's not to like about Robotech if that's your thing I, I I know of Robotech I have friends crazy into it not something that that I played too much of but yeah Hawkeye Rice Thomas directed very well for the Hawkeye show and uh, Robotech seems to be a property that could easily go become movies and uh, it's right in line with uh, the giant Kaju and the Jaegers and Pacific Rim and all that stuff so hey excitement let's get it we did uh from CinemaCon get an image of margot robbie as barbie uh this movie comes out july 21st of next year uh ryan gosling as ken and uh, what else ryan gosling as ken and um will ferrell as a ceo of a toy company directed by greta gerwig who co-wrote with uh, marriage stories adam bombach bonus simu lu is in the movie too uh, Danny also posted that the movie has no plans to use Aqua's Barbie Girl song, uh, which I think bums Danny out way more than me. Uh, I do know that Aqua was sued by Mattel at one point for the Barbie Barbie Girl song that uh, Mattel did not think it was in line with uh, their views of of that universe. So I'm not surprised that, that film's not going to be in the movie. Uh, and plus, that earworm of a song as far as I'm concerned, can just disappear into the ethos. Uh, but the article I mentioned does get that song sort of back in the rotation in my head, for which I, I kind of want to declare vendetta against Danny for. <laughs> so uh, I'm a Wookiee boy in a Wookiee world wishing that song would disappear. Fuck, 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 fuck. Ah, it's in my head. We'll, we'll try to get rid of it with some more news. Benedict Cumberbatch opened his home to Ukrainian refugees and is helping others financially. I mean, not all heroes wear capes, but some do in movies now. Uh, and yeah, like Denny said, he hoped this was true. I don't, I don't see how this could not be true because this is not the sort of thing you want want to become common knowledge and then turn out to be some big hoax. And uh, it's nice to see that, you know, some of these actors that, that make whopping millions on all the stuff with their talent are uh, using it as a force for good and good for for Cumberbatch. Uh, the Kite Man spinoff 
Uh, we talked about it before on the podcast, but it has officially been given a series order. It is more than just a, a pilot. Uh, Kite Man and Golden Glider buying and then trying to keep the CD bar called Noonan's in that Harley Quinn universe. Yes, please. Uh, Kite Man is so good in Harley Quinn. And uh, if you've seen Harley Quinn up through season two, you're like, oh man, maybe we won't get to see that much more Kite Man. And it's not because he's dead. It's just because of stuff that happens in the story. But it's exciting that they, they see the value and the funny and the silliness and the hilarity of the character. And they're like, hell yeah, more Kite Man. And I say hell yeah as well. Uh, Danny Ells posted the news, Sergeant Slaughter signed a multi-year deal with Hasbro to return to G.I. Joe. If you're a big wrestling fan, if you're a big G.I. Joe fan, this is great news. Hooray for Sergeant Slaughter in G.I. Joe. Uh, John Watts has apparently exited the Fantastic Four movie. Quote, he needs a break from the superhero realm. End quote. He did say that he hopes to work in the MCU again somewhere in the future. And good news, this all happens before production has started on the Fantastic Four movie. So it really doesn't mean anything for the film other than them losing one of the reasons that I was excited for it. Uh, you know, there, there have been two different iterations of the Fantastic Four. Two movies in one iteration, one in the other. Uh, the, the two movies back in the day of like Sam Raimi's Spider-Man, you know, they were fine. They were okay, I suppose. Uh, they they fit into that world of superheroing, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, the other one, I just did not think it was good. And I tried to give it another go, and I was like, man, I just, I don't think this is good. Now, am I a huge Fantastic Four stan? No, I'm not. Uh, I, I enjoy the characters when they pop up. I'm, I'm well aware of their mythos and everything, but I agree with Blue that Reed Richards is a dick. And, uh... But that doesn't mean that I don't want to see a good Fantastic Four movie because they have really good stories, they have really good villains, and especially because it gets you know Victor Von Doom into the MCU quite easily. So I, I, I hope that John Watts goes off and makes the movies that he wants to make. We can thank him for the three Spider-Man films that we did get. Uh, and hopefully after, after he sows his oats elsewhere, he'll come back and, uh, and be involved in, in some way, shape, or form with other properties. Uh, so yeah, you know what I mean? If you're going to leave, leave early before everybody says the movie's doomed, you know, is it a cursed franchise? No, they've, they've successfully gotten three movies out. Uh, but yeah, uh, we'll see. And hopefully the fantastic four movie is amazeballs. Uh, and something that is not amazeball news, CW has canceled legends of tomorrow and Batwoman after season seven and three respectively, you know, legends of tomorrow was always the little show that could, uh, even though it really shouldn't have. Uh, it got wild and wonky all over the the span of history uh, and and doing giant kaiju and aliens and 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 <laughs> demons and Constantine and and they they just did some really wild stuff giant bebos and uh, it was always it was always having so much fun and uh and existing for sheer exhilaration and pleasure and enjoyment, and uh, I think the the biggest bum out is just that you know that 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 avenue of the DC storytelling is is closed at least in the regards of this show existing. Batwoman, that show was prescient and poignant and, and a really great vehicle for dealing with some social issues. Um, I've only watched a couple episodes of season three. We have all of it saved. We we me and the lovely Heather totally plan. On, on continuing and enjoying that and then uh, season seven i think we've watched the first two episodes of season seven so it's a bummer knowing that you know when we catch up it'll be over 
and done but uh hopefully they both end i actually heard a little little rumor of how legends of tomorrow ends and when i heard it it bummed me out real big with the reveal of a character that potentially we won't get to see any more of uh, i won't say more uh until you know the show is has been over and sat with for a little bit but i i too actually look forward to getting to that finale and seeing the thing that uh that i was spoiled about but that's fine uh danny you know one of those things about being alive and getting older is is some of the the great heroes uh and and uh, creators of the things you enjoyed that we all get older and and that does mean that people die and the first you know r.i.p of this podcast is for neil adams a comic illustrator and writer he died at age 80 i mean just batman with denny o'neill would be enough to mention but he created john stewart man bat Rashal Ghoul, Tayel Ghoul, he revamped Green Arrow and Green Lantern, had an amazing Dead Man run. I got artistic credit and pensions for Superman creators Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster, and so much more. If you like Marvel and DC Comics, just say a big thank you to this man for being a legend. And and just if nothing else, the Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster thing is so amazing. I said it in the comments, definitely uh, check out Fat Man Beyond, which is one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, but he did repost like five and a half hours of interview with Neil Adams, and I listened to the entirety of it, and just so much story and, and an insight into like where he came from, who he is, the things that were important to him, talking about the things that, that he worked on, uh, and just, just such a such a big big man in the industry and uh and a big loss you know but age 80 that that's a bucket of win that's a that's a, a good age although you know we all we all deserve to have as many years as uh as our creator endows us with uh danny also posted weird the al yankovic story teaser trailer <laughs> i don't know what's more weird the fact that uh, that shorter than weird al daniel radcliffe seems to be personifying and embodying the character of Weird Al, or the fact that heck we're getting a, a Weird Al biopic, or that they're, it looks like they're going to be honest to more than just his goofy songs and actually like his wild party boy style uh, in life, or that this is actually on like the, the ultimate free streamer that you don't have to pay for, uh, so everybody's going to get to see it really easy. I don't know. It's all weird to bring back a bad a bad impression, <laughs> but uh, I uh, I am excited to see this this film when it comes out uh and uh yeah you don't you don't have to have anything but uh some sort of streaming device that can get you the voodoo uh so yeah you know it's uh it's it's really crazy you know what i mean you're just it's gonna get it for free and uh i think it's voodoo although now who put remind me of the babe what babe the babe with the power what power the power of the voodoo who do you do remind me of the babe Dance the magic, dance magic, dance the magic, dance magic, put that magic spell on me, watch that baby, make him scream, jump magic, jump magic, jump magic, jump magic, do 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 boo do boo, I am vamping, do do do, it's actually not voodoo, although voodoo is a streamer, which I think you actually have to pay for, uh, it is indeed on the Roku app, which is guaranteed free so sometime late 2022 on the roku you don't even have to subscribe it'll just be free as long as you can get to the roku and uh that should be exciting for anybody that wants to see this weird out movie so there you go 
Uh, we did get a first image of the Quantum Leap Revival. Uh, this has been ordered two series, more than just a pilot. Raymond Lee as the title character, so continuing to explore the the technology of uh, Dr. Samuel Beckett. Uh, time traveling within his own lifetime and stuck in the streams of time just trying to get back and and yeah i think uh i think it's really really interesting and i like that that they found a an actor of color to uh continue it and uh <laughs> stick stick with some sometimes real stereotypes that uh that often uh, some of our wonderful asian friends are uh, better scientists than uh than the samuel beckett's of the world and the owls of the world um but yeah, it, uh, I think it could be really fun, and I love that Quantum Leap show when it existed, so I'm, I'm very curious to see what what this show is going to be. Um, unfortunately, the RIPs are not done, as we also had to say goodbye to comic book legend George Perez. Uh, he had come out and told the world that he had pancreatic cancer and was going to enjoy his last days without uh, the suffering and everything that, in treatment, that treatment would have entailed for him. Uh, but it doesn't make it any less sad, especially because pancreatic cancer is just shit that uh, that sucks that's awful and 67 is is way too young but new teen titans crisis on infinite earths both of those with marv wolfman rebooting wonder woman infinity gauntlet with jim starlin the avengers with both steve Englehart and kurt busiak defining the team of both the 70s and the 90s i mean at one point he was drawing both the justice league and the avengers at the same time and his art is just so iconic and by all accounts he was just the kindest most genuine man willing to give any fan some of his time no matter what and uh and he he got to do a couple of appearances after after telling everybody that he was he was on his way out the door and uh, and he is and he's gone and thankfully you know with both the case of george perez and neil adams uh we get their work to exist to go back and enjoy something you know they put pen and pencil to paper and they created these images, and those images still exist, and they're there for us. And some of them are really, really freaking good stories. So, so yeah, that's it's a bummer, but we salute we salute you, Mr. George Perez. Uh, from sad news, we just get to to some big, important, exciting casting. Uh, Nakuti Gatwa, a UK Black British actor known for the show Sex Education, has been cast as the next iteration of the Doctor in Doctor Who. Uh, Jodie Whittaker was big, uh, but but now taking this iconic British television character and finally casting an actor of color is just so rad. It's huge. It's it's important. Uh, and, he, and apparently this actor is also in the Margot Robbie Bobbery movie that I mentioned. So yay, yay for Nakuti Gawas having, having a good time and, and being in lots of content. Uh, going from uh, unless you're a big fan of that sex education show you know relative obscurity as far as i'm concerned and then just going big and bad now that said i i don't watch doctor who i uh, i have not seen any of jodie whittaker's run uh i i saw a limited amount of of the previous ones uh but it doctor who is a show that that is fun you know what i mean and and you could pick up and watch an episode but but this is enough to actually get me interested where i'm like you know i may may start watching doctor who again because I want to support this. I think it's I think it's rad, and I think it's a monumental step, and and uh, maybe seeing more faces that are representative of the the wide world, uh, versus just you know one type of person. And uh, the doctor for a long time was just one type of person. Yes, yeah, sometimes he was old, sometimes he was young, sometimes he wore a scarf. 
but now the doctor's been female and now the doctor is gonna be black and that's just rad and uh if anything it just brings this geek stuff to to a wider world and that's not to say that there's not people of all different you know races creeds ethnicities religions uh identities who like this stuff but but the more it is representative of the greater whole the better chance that that the greater whole will become a part of it and yet the geek stuff is so much more omnipresent now than it was when i was younger but you know i i celebrate it getting bigger you know and more accessible and more representative and uh, i really think this news i was just i was like fist pumping i was so excited when danny posted it so hooray hooray uh there also was news you know danny's always posting some toy news so he posted about a five foot long jurassic world dominions dreadnoughtus figure from mattel if you don't know about the the dreadnoughtus dinosaur think brontosaurus think brachiosaurus although just think big really really big and they did do a brachiosaurus uh, figure for the the Jurassic Park dinosaurs. I've said it here on the podcast. I'm a big fan of them. I'm literally looking at three of them on the floor of my recording studio. There is a a Gen One T Rex, although the T Rex is much cooler now, and I'm debating getting another one for the tag guy for his birthday. Uh, there is an Indominus Rex, which is a really dope figure, and then there is Bumpy the Ankylosaurus from uh from the Camp Camp Cretaceous show. Um, so. Yeah, they're they're sitting there, but I, don't, I I'm glad the Brachiosaurus uh, Ty actually owns that at his dad's house, which is really tall and huge, and this is even bigger. And I don't need it because we already have a, a a Mosasaurus, which is like three and a half feet long, uh, that that comes out and wreaks havoc in the in the playroom, the podcast studio. So <laughs> not something I need, but hot dog, they're making they're making if the dinosaur's big. They make a big version of it, and good for them. <laughs> Danny also posted uh, some Goku Day art from May the 9th. Uh, if, if you don't, like, the reason it's Goku Day is 5 in Japanese is Go, uh, 9 is Q, so May 9th equals Goku, hence Goku Day. Uh, so the art looked cool, and I know a lot of people love them some Dragon Ball. I, I, I think I've said it on the podcast. I remember watching Dragon Ball when I was in high school. Um, one of my friends, Layla, her uh, when I would go visit her, uh, her little brother, really, really into Dragon Ball at the time. So uh, if she was busy doing something else or I'd gone there before she was home, I was actually uh, dating Layla's best friend. So that's how I would get to see my girlfriend a lot of times, just go visit Layla. But uh, yeah, I, I watched watch Dragon Ball with, uh, with her little brother. And I was like, man, this is cool. Sweet. Uh, I've, I've been on record. I'm not a huge anime guy, but... I get people liking Dragon Ball because I definitely enjoyed it once upon a time. Uh, I can't speak crazy about it, but I do like uh, Goku Day. I was like, why is that? And then I saw May 9th and I was like, oh, Goku. That makes sense because uh, but what else? Danny posted the Westworld Season 4 trailer. Uh, it was a surprise for him. Surprise for me. I actually didn't know that Season 4 was happening. Uh, good to know that it was just delayed, delayed crazily by uh, by the coronavirus stuff, which affected so many things. But June 26th, heck to the X, hell yeah, for one of my favorite newer sci-fi shows coming back for more. Uh, also, the tease within the article of New Worlds, uh, this does make me want to go back and rewatch season three. But do I have enough time to do that before June 26th? Time will tell. There's only a month and a half and there's plenty of stuff that I'm watching. Uh, but I am so stoked for this. It has been over two years 
since season three ended and I want to dive back in so bad, so hard. Thankfully, even if I don't watch HBO, they usually have pretty solid catch-up reels uh, that bring you up to speed when a new season starts. So, good news. I'm so stoked. I want to see what Dolores and Bernard and and everybody is up to. Uh, and I fear for the humans, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, because we should. Because uh, uh, AI and robotics uh, might be the end of us all. Uh, Danny posted the DinoTracker.com site to promote Jurassic World Dominion. I played around on it a little bit. It's pretty genius promotion for the upcoming movie. Uh, and yeah, sweet. Go to different places and see what's going on with dinos attacking man. Because uh, we, we shouldn't exist together. We should have all this uh, Ian Malcolm, the chaos uh, theoretician. Uh, I think that word sounds wrong in my head. But uh, anyways, <laughs> uh, we should have listened to him. We should have let the first island be the end of it. But uh, uh, man and nature finds a way, I suppose. Um, Danny did post uh, having some weird thoughts on uh, Avatar The Way of Water trailer. Apparently his theater was a solid cheering. I saw Dr. Sit Mom a week after it came out in my local mom and pop at their first showing. So there weren't that many people. Uh, I mean... Yeah, I guess some theaters, people cheered, and other theaters, people were like, whatever. I was like, man, this is pretty. And uh, me and Heather talked about it briefly after Dr. Sitmom, and she was like, yeah, it looked good. She's like, but I really don't remember anything about that first Avatar movie. And um, while I do, I've seen that movie uh, several times, both in theaters and uh, and apart. Um, you know, the, the Fern Gully Dances with Wolves, cat, Blue Cat People movie. It's, it's not unenjoyable. It is a, a unique way to tell a story that you're familiar with. Uh, but this looked like they were going to be telling something new. And it is a return to, to Pandora. And who knows, maybe we'll get to see, even see some more unobtainium uh, to, to marvel again at how dumb that name is. <laughs> but uh, the, the graphics looked even better than that first Avatar movie. Uh, and um, now there's water. Uh, and water will have its way, and you don't don't ever bet against James Cameron. You know what I mean? He uh, <laughs> he's a box office darling, and his movies do quite well. And I'm sure there's going to be more that's going to come out for people to enjoy this. But uh, you can watch the trailer online. I'm pretty sure, and uh, and see what you think, uh, or go see Doctor Sitmom, and then you could guaranteed get to see it because the trailer is attached in front of the movie. Uh, Daniel's posted the Lego Optimus Prime transforming set. So now you don't just have to, to get regular transformers. You could get some Legos and, and, and build a transforming Lego. The world is afire with amazing geeky stuff for, for a, a, a plethora of people who like different stuff. Danny posted uh, the Netflix live-action Resident Evil series trailer. This comes out July 14th, uh, and it looks cool. If you like Resident Evil, you like those video games, you like the universe, uh, this looks right up your alley. Both connected and disconnected from all the Resident Evil stuff that came before it. Uh, Danny posted, scientists have grown stunted plants in lunar dirt. Take that, Earth dirt. We don't need terra firma. We need moon firma. And we will grow our stunted plants and live our stunted lives on the moon. But you know, <laughs> soil is soil. Uh, so apparently it had enough nutrients to start life, but not enough nutrients for the plants to grow big and strong and resilient. But I guess that is the first step towards figuring out what they can do. They might have the entire problem of there being no oxygen on the moon, uh, but I'm pretty sure you could just take Earth from Earth 
up to the moon and it still be earth and then you plant it in there in your biodomes I don't know <laughs> interesting news and I always like something scientific and geeky Danny posted Young Rock has been renewed for a third season so I know he loves that show I have yet to watch it but he says it's wholesome and wonderful and I'm sure other people agree because it's still going uh, he also posted that AMC the television channel has optioned the Alan Wake video game for a series I like Danny know nothing about the Alan Wake video game at all but it looks like they made more than one so someone must like it and it looks like there's detective stuff and mystery so so why not detective mystery stuff honestly I, uh, cool I hope it's a, if it's a video game you like hopefully it's good news but I for one will not be watching any of it because I have no connection to it whatsoever and that's all the news from me and Danny there's some other stuff Darian dropped a couple things uh, Secrets of Dumbledore dropped 79% from its opening weekend of $43 million, and a lot of people have forecasted that this means the end of those Fantastic Beasts movie. We we already talked about it on the podcast when my lovely Heather uh, gave her review. So yeah, you know I enjoyed it, but wait for HBO Max. Uh, it'll it'll be out in in th- two to four weeks. I'm not sure the exact date. And then you can watch it and make your own opinion, or not watch it if you if you hate JKR and you don't want to support it at all. Completely valid. Uh, the one way you weaponize your opinion is with your wallet, and uh, if if that's what you want to do, I support you fully. That's fine. Uh, he did post Darian and Darian posted an image of Tom Holland in a beret and a turtleneck, uh, joking about about Tom Holland finally seeing one Wes Anderson flick. Funny. Thanks, Darian. It, it was it was good for a laugh. He posted the Guardians of the Galaxy three rap photo. Uh, the only actor missing from the photo is Zoe. Photo is Zoe Saldana, but uh, James Gunn did say that uh, the only photo he had of her would have spoiled an unannounced actor. Uh, what uh, it makes me wonder how uh, how Zoe is connected to the other Guardians cast. But uh, what I love about this photo is is just you know these people looking like they were caught having a good time uh and just happen to also be the team of of creatives and actives behind a movie you know just just friends around a table enjoying their assorted adult beverages and um and enjoying each other's company and if that doesn't say anything for like the vibe of the movie uh, i don't i don't know what does darren also posted james hong has finally gotten a star on the hollywood walk of fame at age 93 making him the oldest actor to get a star on the Walk of Fame and uh, look up the filmography of James Hong. I mean, he worked with, uh, uh, not, not Rhett Butler, that's that's the name of the character in the movie Gone with the Wind, uh, but, but with Clark Gable, uh, the Marx Brothers, and, and over his time has worked with so many different people and been in so many different things. And some of the, the Hong Kong Kung Fu flicks, Hong Kong Kung Fu flicks, that, that a lot of people enjoy and uh, has has done voices you know Kung Fu Panda he did a voice uh, he's just really like <laughs> he's been in an incredible number of things uh, when I when I think of him I think of Big Trouble in Little China but apparently you know recently he was in Everything Everywhere all at once which is a movie I really really want to see he did a voice in Turning Red he did a voice in Mulan uh, I really liked his uh, his master in, in Balls of Fury. If you ever saw the much maligned R.I.P.D. movie there, he was in Wayne's World 2. I mean, just so many things. Uh, the Golden Child, uh, Chinatown, 
He's done voices in animated Batman movies. Uh, he's been in Chuck Norris flicks. He was in Airplane, uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still, Sherlock Gnomes. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And just a talented actor. And when whether it's his voice or his face shows up, you're like, I know that guy. And uh, a lot of people have known that guy for a long, long time. And uh, that's that's exciting that you know his uh, his genius and his acting is finally is finally honored uh, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And right in front of uh, I think it's Madame Tussauds Wax Museum or Ripley's Believe It or Not, one of those. So like like you know strip proper where where lots and lots of feet will walk over his name <laughs> and maybe some of them stop and take a picture and be like i know that guy uh kyle did uh post a comparison of moon knight to legion uh, i think that'll that'll be a topic of conversation uh in the future when when uh we do our our spoiler of moon knight which will guaranteed be the uh the next episode of the podcast jack talk of course we can always count on him to to drop something tickety talkety uh so he did drop a tiktok of an amazing chewy retirement painting and thanks jack i really really enjoyed that i actually think that painting is cool if there was a print of it that's something i would i would frame and 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 drop around my casa with geek stuff uh justin one of my buddies from high school posted a really cool article about uh, the one and only Mario Puzo writing Superman 1 and 2. And if you don't know that name, you do. It's the author who wrote the book that inspired The Godfather and then and helped Martin Scorsese with The Godfather movies. And yeah, yeah, it's a really, it's a very interesting read uh, going all through uh, the world of different actors and like getting this movie done. And uh, there is a, a reason that those scripts are good, and one of those reasons is uh, is the guy that wrote the Godfather book, which is just a strange world. And it was a really fun article. I highly recommend checking it out on the Laugh at a Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, Blue did drop the rumor of Dylan O'Brien replacing Ezra Miller as the Flash. Uh, yes, I want Ezra Miller replaced, uh, but I don't know who's going to do it. But I do recognize this actor from the Teen Wolf show that I did not watch, but I at least saw enough images of that I'm aware of his face. Uh, but I honestly don't really know the actor. He has an okay look, but but frankly, I just, like I said, I like the idea of the WB finding a new person. So if this is a person that they found, good. <laughs> good. I, I don't care. Just find somebody. Uh, but I, I, you know, I, I like, I tend to think of like the skinnier guys because I guess running a lot, I think that would keep you in shape. Having the high metabolism would keep you thin. Not to say that Dylan O'Brien you know, looks fat. He doesn't at all. He's skinny. He's in better shape than I'll ever be. Uh, but yeah, like, like the Grant Gustins and I get the, nah, nah, actually I don't get the look of Ezra Miller. I always thought it was a miscast thing, but anyways, Grant Gustin like has a very Barry Allen look for me or just go to the comics and find somebody that has those those chiseled good looks and that that sardonic wit that is Barry Allen, please and thank you. And then um, what other news? Fantabulous Fuzzballs focus. We got Joseph. He dropped the Operation Monarch launch trailer for Call of Duty Warzone. This did start May 11th, so four days ago. So if this game is your thing, and you want some kaiju action in your Call of Duty Warzone, it is a good time to be you. But, but that is all the Fantabulous Fuzzballs focus, so we're going to turn on over to let the Wookiee win and talk some Star Wars news. So I realize we're getting close to an hour, so I'm going to try to fast forward and get through all of this news because there is a bunch of Star Wars, there is a bunch of geeky things, but we'll, we'll just 
fire away. Um, the next Star Wars Essential books have been announced on August 2nd. So Death Troopers, Darth Maul Shadow Hunter, and the third Rogue Squadron book, The Crypto's Trap. And I always wonder about these books coming out because we're like, Death Troopers, wow, that's a, that's a very niche like zombie stormtrooper story that uh, does include some characters that you would know from the original trilogy. Uh, more Darth Maul, they're <laughs> much to Danny's chagrin. They are not letting the Darth Maul die in the in the popular zeitgeist of uh, all the Star Wars fans. So they're still publishing his books. I have not read any of them, but uh, I'm sure people enjoy them. And then, of course, the third Rogue Squadron book, which goes right into Patty Jenkins' upcoming movie, which may or may not be releasing next year. There is rumor of a Tales of the Jedi animated anthology series. It is interesting that prices for those comics have gone way up with all the speculation about this. I know I've seen a lot of news articles about this topic, so I would expect an official announcement of Celebration. Uh, I'll be just thrilled for more Old Republic storytelling. Uh, and in the, the animated Dave Filoni style, yes, please, sign me up. And I like the anthology, you know, just the, the stories where you can... Watch a story and it's not going to change everything. And I like going back to, to way before everything that we have going on in the Star Wars universe. Where, where you can enjoy and it can connect if you want it to connect. There can just be something new Star wars for you to enjoy. Uh, there were three new Obi-Wan Kenobi images that came out. You can look them up. A hot dog. I, I just want to look, look cool in a space poncho like Ewan McGregor does. I did read an article about Andor being scaled back from five seasons to three. I guess the news for for me was just like, heck yeah, three seasons. I'd only expected one or two. So uh, three seasons, great. Uh, it's not really news scaled back from five because I didn't have that number anywhere in my brain. Uh, so yeah, more concise. Uh, really, really cool. I'll be excited if we get three seasons of Andor. I also read that filming for season two of Andor begins in November. Uh, so they finished, you know, they've already finished season one. We're going to begin that show sometime this year. And uh, heck yeah, and they're already starting filming on the second season. Good news for all of us. Uh, if you didn't see Chewie as a Chewbacca pet lookalike search, uh, note Chewie not as in the actual main man cousin, my, my brother from another mother, Chewbacca, but uh, the, the dog brand, that, the pet brand, Chewie, C-H-E-W-Y. So if you put a photo of your animal, uh, or uh, basically look up Chewie on social media, uh, and then you have the hashtag Chewy Casting Call or a hashtag May the Fourth Be With You. Post that May of this year. Um, and then, yeah, you could, you could you know, uh, buy 20 bucks worth of Chewy Star Wars collection and uh, you get 10 bucks off in May. So there's Chewy's all on board with their Star Wars licensing. Uh, and I've seen, I've seen some really cool, like, pet stuff with, like, Chewbacca and Darth Vader and Jabba the Hutt, like, chew toys for your animals. And I'm like, oh, those are cool. I might, I would probably enjoy owning one of those. So maybe I need to, to take a little trip to PetSmart and see what cool stuff uh, this May with, uh, with all the May the 4th stuff is available. But, hey, if your dog looks like Chewbacca, do that. Put up the picture with that hashtag, Chewy Casting Call, or May the 4th Be With You, or and... Uh, hashtag may the fourth be with you and uh, get your Chewbacca dog winning winning uh, winning for the dog advertising of Star Wars uh, Star Wars Brotherhood is a book that's out May 10th and if you needed a reason to read it other than the fact that it is uh, Clone Wars Adventures for Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, you could also if you're a big fan of Dexter Jester like me uh, hey there you go uh, he uh, he may be in the book as well as Asajj Ventress. So 
uh, that's a that's a book I'm looking forward to reading. I don't know if it's required reading before seeing Obi Wan, uh, but I do think the timing is probably not coincidental. Hasbro is re-releasing the original Star Wars toys. If you wanted ever wanted the OG Stormtrooper Vader, Luke, Leia, Chewie, and Han, then pre-order on Hasbro Pulse on May 26th, uh, which is in 11 days. It's going to be on Hasbro Pulse and or Shop Disney. Get on there early and do your pre-order and. Uh, these are toys that, that I would love to own, but I don't, I don't know that I'm going to be staying up late to, to pre-order anything uh, when, when, when I'm going to be in the midst of celebration, being honest. Uh, there is a Light and Magic documentary about ILM, Industrial Light and Magic, that's going to be on Disney+. Plus. July 27th is directed by Lawrence Kasdan. Ron Howard is involved. It is a six-part docuseries all about ILM, and man, I am looking forward to this this is one of the reasons getting all this content on disney plus is so exciting uh you mcgregor did admit in an interview to rewatching the prequels to prep for obi-wan <laughs> good for you you and uh he, he said it had been a while he talked about you know when he did the prequels how they weren't received as warmly as he'd hoped but he's he's excited that you know the kids that really enjoyed it are finding love and uh you know it's it's getting a you know renewed or heightened respect and um, I've always liked the prequel movies since they came out. I can I can admit to some of the flaws, uh, but I always liked them way more than other people. And uh, I, I I appreciate that you and McGregor's a man. I haven't I haven't been Obi Wan for a while, so we rewatched it just to get a feel of what he was doing, how he was laying it down, so he could continue that in the show. And that's just good acting, and uh, makes me happy because you hear too many stories of actors that do something and never watch it. <laughs> And uh, I guess I understand that, although I, I do go back and listen to every episode that I've recorded. Although I cringe at the sound of my own voice, I appreciate that there are many of you who listen that don't hate the way that I sound. That's 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 very uh, convenient for me. <laughs> uh, there are Funko Power of the Pop or Power of the Galaxy Pops. These are going to be celebrating females of the franchise. Uh, it starts with Padme in the dress she wore when she said, "So this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause." And, um, yeah, there's going to be six of them, one a month, and the first one is Padme. So if you always liked that look or you always wanted something to commemorate that great line that feels very prescient in the world today, uh, there you go. I will admit to have using that quote uh, about six years ago, five or six years ago, during a certain presidential election. And I'll leave it at that. Uh, the writer for Feige's Star Wars movie says that it is exciting to do something that doesn't service a bunch of TV shows and movies. We don't know anything more. We don't know where it's set, when it's set. A lot of people have said Old Republic. Uh, a lot of people have said in the in the High Republic. We don't know, but it is exciting that that whatever's going on with Kevin Feige's movie, they're they're branching out and ex expanding the universe and that is good for all of us and uh you know and feige we trust he's done so many great things with mcu hopefully he does a great thing with star wars uh there was other i saw a really clickbaity article about the fallen order developers scrapping a female or black lead uh for for that that game you know you can read more into it if you desire uh i like the character of cal Kestis. yes he is he is another white face he is another male jedi uh, do, do I think the game could have been just as good with a female or a, or a black lead? Absolutely, 100%. Uh, but but they're like, although it's I hate it. Like they're saying, well, there are other you know black characters in the game. Uh, I haven't played that far into the game, but I have seen one or two of them. There's also a whole bunch of aliens. But uh, 
hopefully, if anything, this sort of news and, and leak coming out just uh, makes the video game developers more aware of how this sort of thing, uh, you know, representation matters. And when you hear about representation stunted, it, it can matter as well. And uh, it can be a bad thing for a game developer. So hopefully, hopefully this doesn't doesn't mark the the mindset the people putting out games but you know not not everybody's wonderful and just because people are putting out things you like doesn't mean that everything behind the scenes is all hunky-dory and roses and and glory so there you go but that's all the star wars news uh we're gonna try to wrap this up real quick and get through the flavor of the geek stuff so uh if you didn't see it cinemacon sony has announced venom 3 Yay! Actually, I saw that Venom 2 is available on Stars either now or coming in the future, and I was like, do I really want to rewatch that movie? I probably will, just to see what I think the second go-around, but it just wasn't as good as the first Venom. And, uh, you know, that maybe that's my fault, because a lot of people love that movie, and it made lots of money. And uh, it's made enough money that Sony, <laughs> it's the one sure thing they got in their weird Spider-Man universe. So we're going to get another Venom. And who knows, it could be freaking lovely and wonderful and great time will tell uh feige kevin feige has come out and said the marvel has mcu planned out until like 2032 so uh if you need a reason to stay alive for one more decade there you go lots of plans but i, I talked about it in a previous news one that the russos have said that it's not as planned out as as you might think so who knows what planned out for the next 10 years actually means there are certain things like opinions and box office that can can make impacts so time will tell but uh, yes, the MCU machine is not stopping, much to the chagrin of my my friend that passed away, Sean. I was just listening to a podcast of his from like 2016, where he's saying he's just secretly hoped that it would all collapse and, and collide and end. And sorry, brother, hopefully uh, in your afterlife, you're not too mad about how, how it's just doing gangbusters business. But uh, at least it means I keep up with my podcast and you can still be proud of me for recording every week. Because uh, he was always surprised that, you know, I, I was inspired by him to start a podcast and I was the one person that kept it up regularly. And here I continue, many moons later. Uh, there is a Hunger Games prequel, Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. That's going to be coming out November 17th of next year, 2023. Uh, production will start later this year. There is no cast or story known so far, uh, but it is a story decades before we met Katniss Everdeen and Peter Bread. Um, I guess there is a book that I did not read uh, with an 18-year-old Coriolanus Snow uh, playing mentor to Lucy Graybeard from District 12. Uh, so the big bad president with the with the blood disorder and the rose fetish uh, apparently once was a, a young boy who survived the Hunger Games himself and uh, helped somebody from District 12 before he became an evil bastard. Uh, if you really love the Hunger Games stuff, this is more for it. Uh, haven't read the book. Uh, mixed opinion about movie coming out but i get it i get it it is something that people liked and why not uh haunted mansion the movie is coming out march 10th of next year with tiffany haddish lakeith steinfeld owen wilson danny devito and rosario dawson uh, basically a doctor and her son move into an affordable and super haunted new orleans mansion and then get help from a priest a failed scientist turned paranormal expert a french quarter psychic and a crotchety historian i love the idea of Danny DeVito playing a crotchety historian. I love Rosario Dawson and everything she does, so I like seeing her as a doctor with her son. Uh, Owen Wilson, I think, is going to be playing the priest. Uh, Tiffany Haddish is the French Quarter psychic. Uh, I think that's right. And the failed scientist turned paranormal expert. I'm not sure. 
that might be Lakeith Stanfield. But uh, I didn't write down all those details. It's a it's an eclectic group of characters, and uh, hopefully it has all of the amazing Easter eggs from that attraction at Disneyland, which I love so much. It is I have a tattoo of the Haunted Mansion on my body, so I, I very very much enjoy that attraction, and I hope they do a really good movie. I'm I'm one of those people that unpopular opinion. I don't hate the Eddie Murphy version. I find a lot of fun stuff in it, but it is of a time. And a certain thing it actually once again fits into that world of like the the sam raimi spider-man films and that fantastic four film uh it, it's shot a certain way but you know there was there was enough easter eggs and cool stuff that i liked it uh but yeah hopefully it's better and it's creepy and it's wonderful and uh, we will all find out uh in in 10 months so that's good news for anybody that loves the haunted mansion uh what else uh the Marvels, which was going to come out February 7th, was going to be like a week, and The Marvels is going to take that July 28th spot. Um, who who knows why, but I of those two movies, the one I'm more excited by is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania with whatever is coming our way with Kang the Conqueror. So, hey, cool. And if that gives them more time to figure out what The Marvels is with, uh, with Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel and then Spectrum... Uh, Maria or Monica Rambo, hey, cool beans gives them more time to do the effects and stuff on the Marvels too. Although I'm sure Ant Man three is going to be very effects heavy with all the shrinking and embiggening. So yeah, but uh, cool, good news. Does neither of those movies is going away? They just flopped the schedule, and maybe it's just with the story. They need Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantumania to come out with all the madness of the multiverse. Uh, for everybody who liked Umbrella Academy third season coming our way from netflix june 22nd hooray i cannot wait to see what's going on with uh what appears to be a different timeline from whatever all the shenanigans that went down for season two uh there is a rumor of taron egerton as wolverine hey just a rumor if uh, you're ever getting news from we got this covered or the direct or or a site like that if it's not coming from movie web or comic book resource or, or Deadline, uh, or, or one of those more respectable news outlets. It is just a rumor, take it with a grain of salt. But I don't hate Taron Egerton uh, being cast as Wolverine. I mean, he's not Canadian, he's British. I would much prefer uh, a Canadian to get to get their, their time in the, the limelight. But you know, I don't know that there's any special... If you can do a good American accent, you could probably play a uh, hairy, short Canadian that has adamantium claws. And a drinking problem and a, and a temper problem. <laughs> so <laughs> there you go. Taron Egerton was wonderful as uh, as Elton John. Uh, he was really good in The Kingsman. So uh, who's to say that he wouldn't be good as Wolverine? Uh, he's definitely shorter. So there you go. Uh, 20th Century Studio President Steve Asbell has said uh, that the West Bell directed Planet of the Apes 4 may start uh, some sort of production later this year. So if you enjoyed those Planet of the Apes movies, two of which were directed and wonderfully done so by Matt Reeves, hey, Planet of the Apes 4, maybe the final movie to bring us up to those original movies from the 1960s, uh, since we definitely know uh, that the the name Cornelius exists in uh, this new movie universe. So hey, we'll, we'll see what goes down. But man, the, the ending of that Planet of the Apes 3 is just so perfect. So I don't, I don't know why they need to continue, but uh, it makes money. And uh, people love the apes, and if it, it gives Andy Circus some more money doing the motion motion stuff, hey, 
good for him. Uh, Viola Davis is in talks for an Amanda Waller spinoff. That apparently is the big spinoff that James Gunn was teasing besides the Peacemaker. So, hey, if you want to see Amanda Waller uh, being being awful and, and doing her her side of the DC Universe, it's it's coming our way. Viola Davis is an amazing actor. She's a treasure. So getting to inhabit that character even more. Although <laughs> it sucks because I love Viola Davis, but when she's Amanda Waller, I hate Amanda Waller. And Viola Davis does such a good job making me hate the live-action version of her. And good for her for being a great actress. But I also want to love Viola Davis when I see her and stuff. Um, if you didn't hear, the Wonder Twins movie has been canceled despite a casting announcement and a, and a premiering on HBO Max announcement with uh, the merger of, of Warner and Discovery. Uh, they have new people in charge, and somebody was like, why the fuck are we making a Wonder Twins movie? And a lot of us thought that, although I would have been interested to, to see if it was fun in live action. Uh, but I don't lament its passing, you know what I mean? The Wonder Twins are a great joke, they're a great meme. Uh, it doesn't mean that it was going to be a great movie. And if they can take the money that they had, had planned to direct at that to make some other really good content, I, I won't be mad about it. Um, what else? Uh, the next little news thing is uh, Modoc also canceled. So if you enjoyed that show on Hulu, that's it. No more Modoc. Sorry, sorry about all our bad luck. But go watch that. Watch, watch that robot chicken esque, crazy bonkers banana show on Hulu. It's it's fun. It's wild. It's bonkers, but uh, it's good enjoyment and a great cl- palate cleanse. If you if you want to get away from all the Marvel MCU stuff, <laughs> go watch that and just be like, Whoa, wow, that sort of thing exists too. Um, a UK site uh, for Disney Plus, um, Didless She-Hulk is coming out August 17th. Uh, a lot of people are treating this news as official because uh, it was put up and then taken down. Uh, they did say She-Hulk sometime this year, but hey, August 17th, that's not terribly far away. That's three months, friends. So, uh, so yeah. That that can be really exciting, and I, I really want to see this uh, Tatiana Maslany-led She-Hulk movie with Mark Ruffalo and Tim Roth. Oh, I, I'm really, really looking forward to it. And then just the last little news thing is that that Hogwarts Legacy game that a, a lot of uh, potheads are looking forward to, it may be delayed to 2023. Uh, it, this is a rumor coming from somebody you know connected to the game, involved with the game, but uh, may have to wait a little bit longer for whatever that game is going to be. But, uh, you know, delays aren't always necessarily a bad thing. It could be for good reasons. Uh, I think this, this podcast episode has lasted long enough. So, so once again, I don't really have the time to discuss everything that I've watched. Uh, if I was going to say, Superman and Lois, I'm three episodes behind, but I'm really enjoying the second season. Uh, the Flash, uh, I'm, I'm like nine episodes behind on the current season, but I'm enjoying it. Naomi, I think I have two more episodes uh, saved to finish it, but wow, it's really good. If you're looking for a DCW show that's not connected to uh, all the other DCW stuff, but still exists in that universe with Naomi and the Earth 29ers and Thanagarians, uh, it's good stuff. Really enjoy it. Uh, I think the final two episodes of Halo I need to catch up on and to finish the show, uh, but I, 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 as I continue to watch the Halo show, I enjoy it more and more. I did finish Picard Season 2. I loved the shit out of Picard Season 2. I cannot wait for Season 3. Uh, I would like to talk more about it on a future episode. I have seen the first two episodes of Star Trek Brave New Worlds. 
Really, really enjoy that show. But if you didn't watch Discovery and you are not aware of any of the, the Captain Pike stuff from uh, the original series, you may be a little bit lost in what's going on in the show. That said, it's really fun. And uh, they, they've done some neat things, which I've enjoyed. I haven't caught up and finished Star Trek Prodigy the first season yet. I do have that. I finished Moon Knight, like I said. The next episode of the podcast, Moon Knight spoiler episode. Uh, I watched all of Lock and Key Season 2. I will talk in the future, but man, that was really, really good. Uh, like I said, I did watch Disney Gallery, The Book of Boba Fett. I highly recommend it. Uh, if you did or did not like that show, I think uh, you will you will learn a lot more, and it might give you a greater appreciation for the show after seeing you know, all the talking heads talk about the, the Boba Fetts. <laughs> um, uh, what else? Uh, the musical episode coming, actually, next Monday. I'll be recording it with the Capes and Caverns crew, and uh, hopefully we'll get a chance to talk about Dear Evan Hansen, which is a musical I have not seen, but a movie I have watched and enjoyed, even though I don't think I was supposed to. Um, And now it's a musical that I want to actually see on stage and may do so in the future. And then, of course, I'll watch Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Sitmom, and uh, yeah, A-. minus. Really, really enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. It is bonkers. Uh, the mom is mad. And uh, yeah, good stuff. But that's everything. We're just going to sign off and finish this episode of the podcast. You know the drill. Uh, you can join the Laugh It Up Fuzzballs Facebook group. Plug, plug, plug. I just had somebody join it while I was recording. I actually approved somebody I know joining it. So join the over 600 people that like to talk geeky every week. Join us and celebrate our geekery in our own geeky verse of geekiness i don't know that that was a big stretch and i'm getting tired so that's okay um send me an email laugh at fuzzball podcast at gmail.com uh, i have responded to jerry so i have responded to every email that i have ever received uh but jerry if you're listening hey bud miss you uh i, I sent you i sent you a response i'm sorry it took so long but if you dear listener send me an email i endeavor to be better uh, although it's easy to say that when you're not receiving email. So prove me wrong. Send me an email. And I'll brag about how fast I am responding to it here on the podcast, I guess. Uh, what else? At Wookie Riot on Twitter and Instagram. That's W-O-O-K-I-E-E-R-I-O-T. Um, you want to buy merch? You want? I'm wearing my badass Swamp Litigator shirt uh, that Danny, actually, he came to a little birthday shenanigans for me. He was wearing his Swamp Litigator shirt because we're so cool. Even my mom bought a shirt just recently to wear at Star Wars Celebration with me. Thanks, Mom. That was great. She made some really good food today. Uh, pre-birthday, one of my favorite meals. So I'm a happy, full Wookiee. Um, but tpublic.com slash user slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball if you want to be cool like me, Danny, or my mom. <laughs> or other people uh, who have bought merchandise. Nothing making me rich, but uh, I get a notification every time there's a sale. So it's nice. It happens sporadically. And I'm like, hey people buying the stickers and the shirts and the things that aren't just me (laughs) uh anchor.fm slash laugh dash it dash up dash fuzzball is the home of the podcast i appreciate anchor i also appreciate you guys dealing with the little ad at the beginning uh it it may seem like a lot to have you know all the the ads are back i was happy when they're gone yeah but that that puts a a little bit of moolah into my into my pocket and i i do say thank you for it i mean the last time before they they cut off my uh my ads I actually made $51 off of the podcast and that was just free in your ears nothing you had to do you didn't have to like join a join a uh <laughs> a patreon or any of those things although it's things I have considered doing 
uh, in the past. But, you know, I, I appreciate any way to monetize the podcast. I mean, it does does take a little bit of my time. But uh, the way you can support, you know, you can go on Anchor and drop drop a little dinero if you if you really feel so inclined. I would say buy some merch. That's that's dope. That makes me happy to know out there in the the universe that there's people wearing laughing at fuzzball shirts. Uh, get a sticker or whatnot. If you if you really wanna to drop a little support, I won't stop you. But literally, since the ads have come on for two weeks, we've already made a dollar and eight cents, and that's a dollar and eight cents. I did not have and with the the merchandise that's been bought over the last like month that means I've got like six dollars and that is better than money just hemorrhaging out of my pocket so you know I say thank you for listening thank you for being a part of all this and until the next level of the podcast I remain yours truly uh, Joe the Wookiee Riot I hope everybody caught the the blood moon eclipse tonight I watched it and had a fun um Five old moment because my wife was at work sending me pictures of it, and I'm just like, Somewhere out there beneath the pale moonlight, someone's thinking of me and loving me tonight. That's not actually, I, I lost the melody somewhere in there, but you get it. Somewhere out there, someone say a prayer. I don't know why I did this song in a country accent. This podcast is over all right ttfn wookie out i'll catch you on the next side thanks thanks for being classy thanks for being excellent party on dudes and until the next time think positive test negative and we'll see you in a week